Good morning, medics. This is EMS Underground. I'm Charles McFall here. I'm recording both the podcast and the video this morning. And I want to talk about uh, loyalty and how it's a fine line. Because I've caught myself in the past and getting overly loyal to a company that my expectations were off, right? And it was National EMS, and they did nothing wrong in this story. I had a, a skewed idea of loyalty. Um, but I got to tell you, you know, I'm going to mix and match from past stories to where I am now in my headspace. And, you know, I've learned over my career that just as they teach us in EMS, we got to protect ourselves first, right? We have to um, sing safe PPE, right? Because if we get hurt, we get sick, we can't help the patient. Well, that's the same with your career. Nobody hands you a career. Nobody hands you a job. Just some, just because somebody gave you a job and gave you the hourly wage that they gave you doesn't mean that's where you're going to be forever. And I always had that mindset that that's the way it was. And back when I was at National, I remember being an EMT and sitting there as an EMT and somebody would come in who either is a police officer now or a nurse now or something else, and they'd left the field, right? They left the act of being on the ambulance field. I'm like, why would you do? I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking, why would you ever do that? Why would you ever leave EMS? Why would you leave National? Because at the time, National was meeting all of my needs and then some. I mean, they did. National went out of their way, in my opinion, to invest in me as an employee, to invest in me as a person, and to help me grow past all my dumb, young, rookie mistakes, Just not just in, in the workforce, but in life. They invested in me, and that bought a lot of loyalty. Right, that bought a lot of loyalty. Where um, we were at the time, we were getting paid decently lower. Hey, Terry, good morning. Good morning, Terry. Uh, we we were getting paid. I don't remember. Not maybe significant is different to everybody else, but we were getting paid lower than other places. I could have gone to Grady and gotten a dollar or two an hour rate. Maybe not two dollars an hour rate, but I could have gotten more money going somewhere else. But I was happy. Because I was safe, and I needed a safe place. I needed to learn. I needed to to um, you know get make those mistakes that I made. Like one day, one day I was sitting in the bunk room, and I never deface property. I actually value other people's property. I've been raised to value other people's property. Those kind of things. And I sat there with a key, and I I carved into a desk uh die my darling because i was huge in metallica and I was like oh man another metallica fan will see this dummy me right well like a shift later you know two days later something like that chuck savage because it's like dude did you carve that it's like oh yeah you know metallica and then there's like well let's look at it a different way somebody just comes in and they looked out and they just see die my darling on the desk what do you think that's? I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I was just dumb. I mean, he he ripped into me too, and because it was one of those deals where I had to make my own way, and I had to be smart about it. So there was lots of training, just like that, in the personal levels. There was lots of training. I t- I've told many a story about how when I went to paramedic school, even Huey Atkins himself, who's one of the big bosses, right? He he runs Morgan County, and he's he's one of the top brass there. He would come get on the truck for a couple of hours for me to go to school for paramedic school to then come back after school, you know? So there's, there was definitely a lot of give and take. 
And I felt a lot of loyalty, but I felt an undue burden of loyalty to them. Like, oh, you know, I never, and they never asked for this. They never asked for me to not say no. I never said no. And someone's like, hey, there's a shift. Can you do it? Yes, I can do it. I was always a yes man. And not in a, oh, yeah, yeah, you're fine. I mean, yes, I will do that, man. And I, I got in there and, I was like, yeah, I'll do this. Yeah, I'll do this. And I just worked tons over time, sometimes to the detriment to my health, sometimes to the detriment of my paycheck, because if you work too much over time in one pay period, you actually drop for temporary blah, 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 and you get it back later. Um, but definitely de- detriment to my emotional state because I was just always tired, always working, stressing myself out. And that's the key word. I was stressing myself out because I learned once I started saying, no, I can't do that. Okay, cool. And then the next time they need somebody, Hey, can you do this? Sure. All right. You know, it, it was, they were very even handed. Because it's a corporation. It's a company. It's it's not personal. It's not, well, Charles won't take overtime. We're going to fire him. I don't know. No, if Charles is working his shifts like he's supposed to and doing his job like we want him to, I mean, they overlooked a lot of stuff. I can't tell you how many times I got off shift and waited wait, wait and waited for Huey to come into his office like, hey, man, so let me tell you about this call you're going to get from a patient uh, because this happened last night. Um. And they go, oh, my God. But I'd already come with, I'm sorry. Here's where I messed up. I, here's what I'm learning. And and they were with like that with a lot of people. Uh, I'm sure there's people maybe feel like they weren't like that with them. I can't speak for anybody else. I can just say I, wasn't, I didn't feel like I was special, but I did have an unbalanced sense of loyalty. And loyalty is a fine line to walk. And I watched as you know, people got hurt or sick. They'd go sit in dispatch, and, and because dispatch had a, a, a full-time spot open, and they filled it with people who needed to have light duty. Like, I can't go work on an ambulance, but uh, uh, that 60% of my paycheck for disability is not great. So can you help me out? And they'd work them there. And I just assumed, see, I didn't talk to anybody. I assumed that with my company to loyalty, and I've always been there for the company, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, and they owe me. Nobody, nobody owes you anything. Not as an employee, not as an employer. I had somebody in a whole different company. Uh, CardioNet was the name of this company. I had somebody said to me one day, I was in the phase. They was like, fire me. I don't care. I'm doing my job. I'm going to show up and do my job my way because I know my way is the best way. And it was. I'm not being egotistical. I mean, I came in. We we're supposed to do 15 reports on eight hours, 18 reports on 10 hours. And I was doing... 25 to 30 reports and they were great. And the doctors loved me and I had the trouble clinics. So I have facts to back up. I'm right. My way is right. And they were just putting all this undue pressure on us. And one mistake and you can be fired. And just, it was this dumb moment that they were living in. The company was, and I was, I would literally stand in the open in the cubicles and go, fire me. I dare you come fire me. And of course they would just shut off his doors and, Pretend that they didn't hear because because they could they couldn't I mean they could and if you're you you know what you're doing you always go no I'm not going to let that balance of power happen but the balance is a balance right they were unbalanced and I was bringing a balance back to it going no I want to help my coworkers see we're going to do our jobs we're going to show up and do what we know is right and then 
will will worry about making mistakes. And more mistakes were made when they kept saying one mistake and you're out. More mistakes than ever were made. So anyway, my my immediate supervisor sat me down and said, are you crazy? You're just lucky to have a job. I went, I mean, I literally had a take back. I'm like, what do you mean I'm lucky to have a job? I can go get a job. I can go hustle. I can go work at McDonald's. I will swallow my pride. And I did later on when I got laid off. I'll get to that in a minute. If it's even relevant. But the fact of the matter was, no, I'll, I'll get a job. I'll go work on the ambulance. I'll go work at McDonald's. I'll go uh, lift became a thing during that time. You know, Uber became a thing. I'll go drive. I'll do what it takes to make my family have food on the table. I don't know who you think you're talking to. Lucky to have a job. You're lucky to have me. And that's a bad balance. That's a misbalance, right? That's an unbalance. And that's where that misunderstanding of loyalty comes from. That company felt like, we were lucky to have jobs, and that's an imbalance. No, the best partnerships, the best co-creation, the best way to work together is when you don't need each other. But you go, oh, I like what you're doing, and I go, I like what you're doing. Let's do it together because together now we're putting together a recipe that makes something great. I don't need you. You don't need me. I can go make another digital cake because that's what I do is digital media. Uh, I can go make another digital cake. With somebody else, that'll be different, but it'll be just as amazing. Or I can make a digital cake with you that'll be different, but it's amazing. You know, that's the balance is when you don't need each other, but you want to work together. That's what it is. And you got to take the good with the bad, unfortunately. I mean, that's just the truth is um, you take the ups, you take the downs, the facts of life. It's the facts of life. <laughs> I love when I entertain myself. But back to national, my the unbalance there was they're a company. They have to look after all the employees. Plus, they have to be concerned with keeping the contracts, paying for the trucks, uh, getting new contracts and growing. I mean, there's a lot of business concerns that my, at that time, very small, self-centered world was. I say yes to everything you owe me. And I go, we don't owe you nothing. <laughs> We don't owe you shh, nothing is what they would say, and and they did. Now, don't get me wrong. I got pay raises when pay raises came around. Um, I got captain position when that came open. They they recognized leadership skills. They they promoted me. You know, um, they put responsibility on me. But when I severed my ACL and I was going to be out, I thought, all right. I'll just walk in the di- not literally walk in the dispatch and do that job, but they'll, they'll, they, cause they owe me, they'll give me a job. And, and Huey had to go, I mean, he was very sad about it. He was very heartfelt about it. He's like, I- I'm sorry, man. We don't have a position in dispatch open at all. It, all the spots are full. I'm, I, I'm sorry. We can't help you. And I was furious. I'm like, you let this other person who's a piece of trash and they kind of were, you know, chain smoking piece of trash working there. And you know, he goes, and, and he was super professional. See, that was the thing about my dealings with Huey. When I was a an immature hothead, he would just go, No, I hear you. Sure. Okay. All right. Sorry. I still don't have a position open. I can't help you, man. I'm, I, I would help you if I could, but I can't. Hothead, hothead, hothead. Mm-hmm. I get you, man. Sorry, dude, but I, I can't help you. You know, and that's. That was for me one of the, the the defining moments of my career and of of my education of seeing how he was because I was I was 
unreasonable. I was very angry. I was very loud. And if anybody's ever met me in that state, you know, I can be very mean and I can be destructive. And he was just, instead of firing back, you know what? This kind of attitude, we don't need this attitude. You're fired. We don't come back. No, he just went, no, I'll get you. Yeah, but the no means no. If I had it, you know, and that was a very calm way to handle it. He might remember it differently, but that's how I remember it. And that's when I, I broke, you know, somewhat mentally, somewhat of my, my belief system was if I put in all this extra, it'll come out. Well, this isn't, this isn't a bank account with 10% interest on it. It's not like the more money you put in, the more you get back. Loyalty is a finite thing. You can be oversaturated. It has to be a balance to loyalty. And that balance is you come in and you do the job you agree to do, but you're always on the market. You're always looking around because if you're looking around, you'll see opportunities inside the company or you'll see opportunities outside the company. Now, I'm not saying you jump at every opportunity that comes along. Loyalty also means, hey, I get to be me here. You know, that company I just complained about CardioNet where they told me I was lucky to have a job. I got to be a legend there. Man, I came, I made my own schedule. Uh, I was one of three people once once they PDS PDS Heart was the company first. They got bought out by CardioNet. Uh, and when they got bought out, they laid off the entire office of like 80 people, including me. But then me and two other people. So I was one of three people that was told, hey, could you could you really stay on at your rate, which is way higher than what they were paying anybody else in the new company for what I was doing? Could you stay on because you have the expertise, you have the ability to train, you work from home because they're in Philadelphia. And I got sent home for three years to build my company while I was working on their stuff and training them and doing everything I could. And that, that was, that's where that return comes. Karma is different than loyalty. What you put out, you get back is karma, right? That's where I got off track is what, what you put out is what you get back in karma. I put out a good job. I was a rock star. I, I, you asked me to do the hard clinics. I was honest with the hard clinics and they loved me for it. They only wanted me to do their reports. Kaiser. Yeah, I'm going to call that out for any of my old friends watching that. Kaiser Clinic. Kaiser Sunnyside, right? That was a tough, and I made it work. Me and one other person, there's two of us that could do it. I wasn't the only one. So that's the thing. Confidence is where I live, and a lot of people mistake that for ego. No, ego is when you can't back up what you say. Confidence is, no, here's what I did. Here's the facts to prove it. So always be on the market. Always be on the lookout. And when you're in a company like it was at PDS Heart, where my upward path, isn't where I want to go. I didn't want to become that supervisor at the end of the cubicle, making sure all uh, 17 people did right and dealing with all those personalities. I definitely didn't want to go to the office up where they, I don't remember what all he had to do. And there's, so there's no upwards path for me there. There was no promotional growth. Now I learned a lot while I was there and there was growth there, but it became a job at some point. And that's what you have to understand. A job is not who you are. A job is not loyalty. A job is not, hey, I paid you your salary. Yeah, no, that's the promise. That's not, you don't buy my loyalty because you paid me what you promised. You get my loyalty because you put into me and I put into you. And, you know, I won't go back to national today because they have standards. And honestly, I don't want to be on a standard truck, to be honest with you. I don't want, my career is no longer on the ambulance. So I don't want to go work at a company that at least when I left, I felt like they had a, a high standard of what they wanted. They were shooting for up here. Now, if you work at national and listen to this and you're laughing at me, 
It's been years since I've been out. But Ameripro, uh, AMR, those are also two companies that I know the people who run those companies. And you got standards. So I don't want to be on your truck because I, I really, if I'm going to get on a truck, I need to walk in, do just do my job. And you know it's going to be the best I can do. But I need to know that I'm going home, that there's no extra there. Because I see when somebody has standards, I've done it here at the school. When somebody has standards and I see where they, they're trying to go, I have this, I call it a fault. I have this fault in me that says I can jump in and I can get you there. I can fix that. I'm a very much a, a, an encourager. I'm very much a producer of life. I'm very much that person goes, oh, I see what you're trying to do. Let me help you get there. And when it's a podcasting and digital media, it's easy because I can take an hour to talk to somebody. Like, oh, I see how you want to. Here's your next three steps that I, as I see it, or some variation on whatever resonates with you. Go on. Oh, and I can help unlock mindsets and visions and whatnot of, of where they're going. Oh, I'm trying to get here. Oh, here, let me show you some hidden steps, so on and so forth. But like here at the school, when I jumped in, I got in trouble because I I got in the Steve's arena, and Steve's like, you want to stop doing that because you're messing things up. I got into Vanessa's arena and she was like, you want to stop doing that? Cause you're messing things up, you know, because I was like, Oh, you're not here. Let me help. And I was way too much. And, and I have found myself distracted for the last year or so where I have my own company and I'm building my own company and I do well with it. I just don't make a living at it yet, but I actually have two companies now and my one digital company it makes some money, about a hundred bucks a month for per show. So two or three hundred bucks a month, but that's overhead costs and split that with other people. You know, it's a little bit of money, a little bit of money, but it's award nominated. Uh, it got me into becoming the director of Dragon Con Digital Media Track. It got me a bunch of opportunities that can grow into something else. My other company, I do conventions and I get to moderate and I get to be that guy who sits at the table with your favorite celebrity and asks them questions. And I'm good at it. I'm really good at it. And I love it. And it's expanding. And there's opportunities there. And that's why I'm saying loyalty is a fine line. You have to be loyal to yourself. You have to be loyal to your dreams. And somebody like myself was born to be an entrepreneur. Somebody like myself was born to be bigger than life. You know, I was just born to do my thing. And you have to be honest about that. And I stopped being honest at some point with Tom. Go, I stopped. I did. I stopped saying, hey, this is this is making me unhappy. Hey, I don't want to do that. Hey, I'm having to push off too many shows this month to help you out, to do your thing. And Tom told me, I mean, he sat down the first day. He's like, when you work for me, you don't work for anybody else. He meant like during the hours that I work. Because he knows I got a lot of things going. At that time, I was hosting trivia like two or three nights a week. I was doing karaoke on Friday nights, which I still am. Sunday mornings, I'm doing a thing with Metron. So he knew I had other stuff going. He just meant on his time. And dummy me didn't fire back and say, let's be honest. Here's how I work. I flow. Because there's going to be times I'm off the clock. And I work for you doing some other stuff. And then there's going to be times that I'm on your clock and I'm going to work for other people and doing other stuff. I didn't say that. So I allowed him to set that standard. Instead of being honest about it, I go, maybe we need to rework things. Maybe we need. And in the last year, 
I've just I've let it build and build. And I had a talk with him recently. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking about it now. But I had a talk with him recently, going, I was never going to be here permanently. And as much as I I just say yes to things because I know I can help. And this is the lesson I've been teaching my kids lately. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, I can administer a whole class. I can run all this tech stuff that goes with all the, the, the online studies with the students. I can lecture every night. And yeah, I love it. I do love shaping minds. I do love being here on EMS Underground and giving my opinion to the EMS world. I love being back in touch, and Tom has given me a more clarity, a cl- more clearer vision of my past, where I thought it was all horrible and dark, and I hated EMS, and I want my kids to never be near it. He's helped clear up a lot of that. And I actually got back on the truck for a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is not nearly as bad as I thought. So I've gotten a lot of clarity. But I had to tell him, I was like, I just want to do the the, the media. That's that's where we we shine, you and me, is is doing all this media. And I like doing it with him. I like sitting at the studio table off over here off camera and doing lectures with him. And and I love where some of his vision is going. I, I love the Con Ed stuff. And he, his, his vision that he's had for a long time for Con Ed is finally coming around. And that's not a finally like negative thing. That's a finally positive thing because from day one, after the first show I ever did with him here in the school, it had Steve Jones and somebody else I don't remember and Tom behind his desk in his old office and me. And we were sitting there talking. And then after it broke down, I just hung out with him. And he talked about his vision of Con Ed and doing videos. And last month and this month is what we're doing. It's exactly what we're doing. It's a great thing to see come around. I love when people's visions come around. But I always have to find that balance of loyalty, of thank you for letting me be here. And I hope he feels thank you for being here. But at some point, I got to chase my heart. And that's what I'm going to bring to finalize here with you guys is just because you work at a great company. It might not be your end all be all. Maybe you go on to be paramedic. Maybe you go on to be a flight nurse. Maybe you go on to leave the field and be an educator or, or a bus driver or ballet dancer or whatever it is. Just for me, Being a medic is a good skill that I'm good at, and it can make me money. But it's it's not my heart. It's something I'm good at. And because I'm good at that and I'm I'm great at the digital media, they they do go together, right? The the good feeling I try to give you here when I talk, and and, and, and I try to give to my patients. And I can sit there on a two-hour-long transport and do it the whole time, and the patient loves it. And I understand that's a special skill, but I was born to talk. That's what I do best. And so always be on the lookout for new opportunities. Always be open to stuff outside your company. Always be open to inside stuff to your company. And understand that everything in life is temporary. You know, some people have the fortune of of getting to one place, and that is where they belong. That is where they were destined to be, and they do really well. They love it for 20, 30, 40 years, and they retire from that place. That's great. That's hardly medicine. I mean, it can't happen. I mean, there's some people like uh, – I think I keep thinking of Larry Richardson. 
right of Ameripro. Uh, how he started off as an EMT and a firefighter. And uh, I might be wrong on his full path, right? But basically, he started off in the trenches. And now he wears a suit to work, and he seems to love it. He seems to love. He had to, uh, from his own story, it wasn't like he sought out the position. They came, they taught. I think he was resistant. But he saw the opportunity. And I don't remember how much he's told publicly and not. So that's where I'll stop his story. But he loves his job. And that can change. That can change. Be open to change. Because only by being open can we actually do our best patient care. By only being open can we actually get in there and do the calls right every day. Because it's when, when we get, I'm gonna, this is the one time I'm going to cuss today. When we get into that mentality of same shit, different day, that's, that's the worst place to be. That's the worst place because we feel that. And when you feel it, when you feel it deep inside, that's when you live it. And when you live, same shit, different day. You hate every call you run on. Stuff stops working right. Things don't go well. New bills show up out of nowhere. This negativity comes down. But if you're always going, hey, sometimes, whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever you believe in, sometimes that thing is saying, I know you like it here. I got to make it where you don't like it as much here because you need to look at this opportunity that's over here. Now, the, obviously, the flip side of that karma coin is people who just jump job to job thinking it's going to fix things, and it's not. It's them that needs to be fixed. I've done that too. How do you tell the difference? Be fixed, and then you'll figure it out. I don't, I don't know. Be happy in what you do. Seek your heart. Know where you belong. And when you don't belong somewhere, don't stay. Be where you have to, not where you have to be. Understand that, yeah, make money. But always be looking for where you need to be. And I actually told Tom the other day, I like being here. I love doing the media. And when we started out, you were doing the media. You didn't need me. You were doing just fine. I didn't need you. I was doing just fine. And we came together and we did better together. And that's how I want to keep it. As if if you don't have a need for me doing media, I'll figure something out. Maybe inside the company, maybe outside the company. But loyalty is we did well together, and let's be honest and true with each other. That's what loyalty is to me. I've had I've had many a person that's worked with me that has learned from me that said, you know, hey, I got this opportunity. I could never give you that opportunity. You need to go after that opportunity. Yeah, I'll have I'll miss you. I'll have to replace you. I'll have to figure something out. But you need to go do that because that's best for you. That's loyalty, man. That's loyalty in a nutshell. So I feel like I've rambled, but I had some fun. I sang a song. We're all good. So, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow morning. Yeah, who knows what I'll talk about. So, you know what? Charles at G-A-I-E-M-S.com. If you got something that's on your mind or something in the field that I should mention or or attitudes I should talk about, something, anything. Or, of course, Facebook.com forward slash Georgia Institute of EMS. Uh, you can mark it on this thing, on this uh, post here, this video. You can DM us, whatever. I'll be back tomorrow morning between 9 and 10 o'clock and drink some coffee and uh, be happy out there. Do, do, do the job you want to do that you're proud of and always be on the lookout for something better.